Welcome back. It is good to see you. Shout out to the YouTube and Spotify audience. I'm just going to jump into it today. You do not have to be in a certain place in order to help the people around you. The point of having an ecosystem is not only to be able to receive encouragement and whatever you need, but also to give it back to the people that are in the ecosystem. Yes, there are going to be times when you need more than you're able to give, but that should not always be the case. And so I kind of want to dive into what it looks like to make it more of an even exchange within your ecosystem today. If I were to wait until I was in the exact place that I wanted to be, then I would never have anything to offer to anybody else. I think a lot of times we wait until we get to a certain place before we start sharing and contributing in our ecosystem and in our friendships with valuable information. Disqualification is what's holding back the gold that's inside each one of us. All of us has something to say. Our experiences are valuable. And I think that sometimes because we live those experiences, there's a little bit of familiarity there. So you're like, well, this is just my story. You know, it's not that big of a deal. This thing happened to me. That thing happened to me. But what we're not realizing is someone else's breakthrough moment could be in the way that you responded in a certain situation in the past that you just saw as a normal gesture or a normal way of responding to something. But to them, it shifts their entire perspective. So for you to disqualify yourself and not share what's going on and what's happened in the past is a disservice to the people in your ecosystem and a disservice to yourself because you're the only you that the world has. And not to share what has happened to you and what you're going through and all these different things is only holding you back and holding back the people around you, so to speak. Because I feel as if us sharing the the highs and lows often helps to really solidify the highs and the victories and it helps us to get out of those lows because we're not just doing it all by ourselves anymore but we're sharing it but also in that it can be helpful to the people that we're sharing with because maybe they're going through something similar but they're too afraid to be vulnerable and step out but by you sharing it gives them the courage to be vulnerable and to step out so you just don't realize what you know there's so many factors and so much nuance in this situation so to disqualify yourself and put yourself on the bench is a disservice to everybody around you and to yourself another reason that can stunt our self-perception of qualification when sharing on a certain topic is not wanting to be a hypocrite not wanting to take the lead in an area that we perceive that we're not in a position to take the lead in quite yet. And I think for me personally, this one has eaten away at me a bit because yes, I have a lot of information and knowledge when it comes to emotional intelligence and other topics, but there's been so many times where I've fallen short in my response to a situation when I know better. And it's a little bit frustrating to me because I know better, you know. And I think that the tendency previously was to beat myself up and to disqualify myself and say, you know, you you don't have this figured out, so you shouldn't even be talking about it. You shouldn't be sharing about it because look at the way that you responded in this specific situation. The temptation is to rip into myself and be made to feel like a fraud like i shouldn't share 
anything with anybody on any topic. It just kind of becomes this downward spiral. And the realization that I had to come to is that I am in a process. I am growing. I'm figuring things out. I'm not at a place where I've arrived. And so I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay. Taking ownership over the mistake that I had made is huge and separates me from being a hypocrite because I feel like when it comes to hypocrisy, typically there's no remorse when someone else has been wronged or it's this thing of, I'm going to do everything this way, but you need to do it that way. What I'm doing is I'm acknowledging this is what I my intent was. I fell short. Let me clean up my mess that I made. But now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going after my intent like I was before. And I think being okay with having a little bit of a messy process is going to be helpful for all of us in this. Because when it comes to any topic, none of us know everything about that topic. And that's okay. But bringing people into that process can be helpful for them just as much as it is helpful for you. Because me being vulnerable and allowing someone in and showing them like, hey, this is kind of the ugly side of me growing as a person and figuring some stuff out can be helpful to them so that they can, you know, learn from my mistakes or they can find some room to be more vulnerable in their own relationships. It's it's a double-edged sword in the best way. Like it, it's helping every party involved when you're vulnerable when it comes to your process. No one, at least I don't think anyone, wants to be perceived as a hypocrite. So just be be mindful of that in your process. Acknowledge whatever needs to be acknowledged and move forward and be kind to yourself in that process and be open. Like, hey, when I said this thing to you, that's not how I want to come across and I'm really sorry moving forward, this is what I'm going to be doing, and then follow up that action with follow through. Because at the end of the day, you're creating a new discipline. You're retraining your brain. Your brain has been running a certain way for so long. And now you're like, hey, brain, I want you to do this differently. I want you to respond differently in this way when it comes to this situation. And so just be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself and be humble in when you do make mistakes. Don't be prideful. Don't just let it go because I think if you're if you're making messes while you're in your process and you're not cleaning up those messes, it could hurt your friendships and the relationships that you have around you. And those are things that you want to protect at the end of the day. You don't want to just have all of this growth and, you know, you've come so far, but there's just a trail of broken relationships behind you because you weren't cleaning up your messes as you went along. So just be mindful in the process and be okay with being humble because you're learning something new. If I was to go and try to learn Spanish tomorrow, I'm not going to pick it up like that. I'm not going to know every word. It's, it's a process that takes time. And so you're learning almost a new language, a new way of thinking, a new way of being, a new way of responding. So just be okay with that and be patient with yourself. Another speed bump in the process of knowing that you're a resource to the people around you is feeling like you don't know enough on certain topics or you aren't the expert. And I think with 
the access that we have nowadays to so much information, we can be really bogged down and just drown in information. Like this, uh, we, we got fish recently. So I've been on YouTube trying to figure out the right way to change the water and how to take care of them. And so I'm just gaining all this information, but everybody's telling me something different. And so I'm having to take all of this and try to figure out which is overlapping in order for it to apply to what's going on. And at the end of the day, I took all that information and I just had to do it and try to remember the, the tips and tricks that were in there, but I wasn't going to do it the exact same way as, you know, these videos, because every single one was different. So I think recognizing that information is good, information is helpful, but information is just, is just there until it's put into practice. When you put things into practice, that's when you're able to really understand what's working and what's not working because I can gather information and gather information and seem like I'm an expert, but until that's tested with the fire and, you know, put into action, I don't feel like it has as much weight behind it as experience does. There is never going to be a point where you know every single piece of information about every single topic in the entire world. And you have to be okay with that. I know for me, I don't know how many people are like me, but I had to come to that realization in my brain because my brain wants to know everything about everything. And I have to be okay with not having the answers to every single thing. I think sometimes the most powerful response to a question is, I don't know, or I'm not sure. I think just having spewing out information that is just <laughs> out of your butt or secondhand information that you haven't even looked into yourself and you're not sure, I think that that is very harmful <laughs> versus saying, I'm not sure. Maybe we can figure it out together. I think that that is a more helpful answer than making something up on the spot. So just be okay with not having the answers sometimes and be okay with other people not having the answers for you sometimes. It is okay and it is healthy. We're constantly growing. We're constantly learning. But again, with the information that you do have, just put it into practice. I think that that's really what I want to convey and that's what's really helped me in all of my processes because I would just listen to podcasts and read books and all these different things, ask people their opinion, and I gathered and gathered information, but I would just sit there with the information and then be upset because I felt the same way as I did before because I hadn't put any of the information that I gained into practice. So my huge piece of advice is put the information into practice. Now we've come to the realization that we have something to give and we're a resource to the people around us. Now. What does it look like to be a healthy resource to the people around us? I think a healthy resource recognizes that it's a two-way street. I'm not just acquiring intimate details about my friends and, you know, stuff, stashing them in order to have power over them and to feel like I have some semblance of importance in their life. I need to be sharing as much as I'm expecting them to share. 
I think it is a very human feeling to want to be needed and feel needed. I think that there is a very thin line between that and control over another person. Control is not what we want to be doing here. When we're offering up advice to somebody, it should never be, this is what you have to do. If the person follows your advice, great. If they don't follow your advice, also great. It is their decision. All you're doing is sharing your perspective and you're leaving it for them to process themselves. Your role is not to control their process because when you control someone else's process, it almost stunts their own growth because now they don't know how to do that themselves or they become reliant upon you. And then it becomes a codependent relationship. And then it's very unhealthy. Yeah, you feel awesome and powerful and needed in the relationship, but it's from codependence. It's not healthy. I think offering your advice, leaving it there, letting them do what they they do with it is the best way to approach that situation. There is no control in love. And if this is a person that you care about and you love, a relationship that's important to you, you coming from that place of love rather than control can clearly mark in the sand what side of the line that you're on. Like, for example, real life. I grew up in church and there was a lot of times when I would go to leaders with problems that I had and the solutions that they would offer to me always felt like whatever answer they gave me was the correct answer and there was no other answer outside of that and I had to follow the path that was laid out for me by this person. And for me, I'm a pretty stubborn person if you get to know me. I like to think of many creative ways of problem solving. If there's a problem, I'm going to try to find three ways to solve that problem and choose which way works best for me. Being told exactly how to do something by someone else just based on their experience or something they shared with other people, that just doesn't work for me personally. So that that didn't fit me. And I think that sometimes we kind of step into that role when we're sharing advice. Like, oh, this is what worked for me. So this is what you have to do. Or this is what worked for my friend and this other person. Like, yeah, cool. That could have worked for many people. But when we're not recognizing that an individual is in front of us, when we're sharing information, we're devaluing that person. People are not just formulas. You can't just give a formula and it's going to work for every single person. I think that that's what love looks like. Love looks like sitting there, getting to know this person and tailoring your response and tailoring your advice for that person rather than, oh, this is what's worked in the past. I'm just going to push this onto them. And I think that that's why there are a lot of people who have issue with that structure of problem solving which I don't really want to get into all that because that's a, it's a whole other video for a whole other time. But my point being, the person that's in front of you, my role is not to control them. My advice is not the law. My response should be from a place of love, so I'm tailoring whatever response I have to them for them rather than just spewing up things that I've heard. In the past, for me, I'll put myself there, I would be listening to a person sharing a problem that they had, 
And after hearing the first bit of that problem, my brain would stop listening to them and just be like, okay, well, you know, what worked last time that someone brought this problem to me or what worked when this thing worked when I was going through this problem and then just give them that information rather than sitting and listening to them and being present with them. I think being present when someone's being vulnerable is the most important aspect, even more so than your response to them. Because your response could be, I don't know, but I'm here for you. And that's what I can do. Recognizing what you can and can't do is very helpful in this as well, in being a resource. You don't have all the answers, but you love the person. You're there for the person, whatever that looks like for them. And it's going to look different for every single person. So tailoring that experience from that place of love is going to be huge. And coming back to the whole thought of disqualifying yourself when it comes to being a resource for the people around you and the resource for the people in your ecosystem, give yourself, I'll give credit to the person who said this. Nadia Grayley. She said, give yourself a chance just like you would give someone else a chance. We're so quick to give other people chances, but we don't give ourselves chances. And I think that that is profound. I think that that is so important because oftentimes we overlook ourselves and we bend over backwards for everybody. But that's what it looks like to love yourself. Well, I'm going to give myself a chance. I messed up. I recognize I messed up. I'm going to take accountability for messing up, but I'm going to give myself a second chance. And I'm going to trust myself and give myself the benefit of the doubt that next time I'm going to do better. And I think that that is so important in this process of, honestly, I think that that's so important in any process that you step into. Redefine what failure means. Because I think that fear of failure often leads us to not even wanting to try. And then we get even more upset with ourselves because we never tried. But we don't try because we're afraid of failing. And then you see you're stuck in this little loop. If no one has told you this, I will be the first to tell you. Failure is okay. That means that you're trying something different. That means that you're seeking growth. And I think that that is admirable. Okay, cool, you missed the mark. You're going to give yourself another chance and you're going to try again. Failing makes you so much more relatable than being perfect. I don't know why it is that we try to attain perfection when it's unattainable. I know for me, if all my friends were perfect, then I would feel so much less than and inadequate all of the time because how could I ever measure up to that because I can never be perfect allowing people to see you in the lows and the highs and being vulnerable to allow people to see behind the curtain in your process is going to bring them closer to you it's not going to turn them away from you if you're humble through your process and you're very communicative in your process people are not going to run away that's a lie that you're believing about yourself, that when you show people the real you, that they're just going to keep turning away and keep running away. That's just not the truth. Yes, this may have happened in the past, but don't copy and paste the formula of the past onto this new person. 
don't allow past hurts to skew the perception of the people that are in your life right now that love you because you have people in your life that love you. You have people in your life that want to be a part of your process so bad and they're just waiting for you to be vulnerable. What if you being honest, open, and vulnerable is exactly what another person needs to figure out, to connect the dots for their breakthrough, but you trying to figure it out and do it by yourself, you're, you're holding them back from that. And there's so much in it for you to share as well, because now you've brought people in and you don't feel like you're by yourself trying to figure stuff out anymore. Again, like I said, it's a double-edged sword that's so good for you. In your process, I think it is extremely helpful to just take it one day at a time. Wake up, take a moment, be mindful, and put whatever it is you're looking to attain at the forefront of your mind. And then follow through with that thing. And if by lunchtime, you've already fallen short of that goal, that day is not a wash. You pick yourself up and you have from lunch until dinner to try again. Don't keep score. That's not fair. Don't keep score of how many times you perceive yourself to fall short of whatever it is that you're looking to attain. Give yourself another chance. Be kind to yourself in your process and take it one day at a time because I promise if you keep pushing and you keep giving yourself chances and you're really going after this thing, you will attain what it is that you're looking for, the breakthrough and the growth that you're looking for because that's what you're putting your focus on. With any of these videos and future videos, my point of sharing isn't to tell you exactly how to do something. I'm not pushing my process onto you. I just want to be vulnerable and be honest and be open. And maybe there's some tools in what I've shared because your process is going to look so much different than mine. But me sharing my process opens up the different possibilities for what there is out there. And you sharing your process opens up the different possibilities for what's out there. The breakthroughs that you have by you sharing them other people can attain them. And I'm hoping to do exactly the same. Recognize that there's so much value in you. You bring so much to the table and your experience is no less valuable than the next person's experience. Give yourself chances and approach each day exercising the growth that you've gained. We got this. We're in this together. We're figuring it out together. We got this. So if you did end up making it to the end of the video, shout out to you. Shout out to me because I made it to the end of the video too because I recorded it. I want to give you nine gold stars. So add them to your sticker collection. I'm also told to tell you to like and subscribe and to comment. I want to hear how you have recognized that you're a resource to the people around you. What has worked for you on that journey? What hasn't worked for you on that journey? Let me know in the comments. Also, 
I, for those of you who have been keeping up on YouTube, trying some new stuff on YouTube. So we've got some tier list things. I just want to show different sides of my personality. Don't always want to have serious conversations, but I feel like these serious conversations are a big part of my personality. So I want to share them just as much. So my YouTube channel, it's going to be kind of wild and all over the place, but that's just kind of how I am. I am a multifaceted dude. So I just want to share more of who I am with y'all. So I appreciate your continued support. And until next time.